This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of Swicken with Chris. This is Episode 6 of Season 2. Episode 6 is Return of the Jedi, which is one of the best ones out there. So this episode, uh, Chad, better be great, okay? Well, I can't make any promises. If you wanted great, you should have had Jeff McGee on like uh, you did last season. Can't believe you went, you went to... Uh, the reserves before you called me. I, I was very disappointed. Well, well, see, but no, or I saved the best for last. How about that? Well, well, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. But you're not really last then, because I had I, I got to do more. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, you know they say one was the loneliest number, two is the saddest one, but I guess six is even like, I, am I in like uh, clinical depression for six? Well, no, no. But see, season two, see, 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 sometimes season one, you know takes a while. You got to get uh, through a few episodes to really enjoy it. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then so I'm season- like, uh, I'm, I'm after it's broken in. Yes. Then season okay. two, you're like, you're like ready. You're a little like, more you're- enjoyable, less tense, mm-hmm. a little bit more free, a little bit more uh, experimental. Yeah. And there's, and there's no <laughs> pressure on it now. Now you've heard no the first pressure, season. No, we'll just let it all flap out in the wind. Let it all flap out in the wind, hitting your, your, your thighs back to back. This is how it mm-hmm. All right. Farting in front of your significant other. No big deal. It's not a big deal. And if you could do no that. No longer hide it, going into the bathroom. Right. Just let it go. Just let it rip. Even if go. you shart, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Right. right. That's yeah, I, if- I, when, I, when I heard Jeff on Swicker with Chris, I, I, I about threw my phone across the universe. I was like, how does this dude get the call up before me? And I, you know I love Jeff. This is know? true. And, and we, we all, uh, uh, quite a few conventions, but... Uh, I thought for sure that I was going to get 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 selected before him, so he must have some some uh, dirty internet uh, gossip on you or something like that. Well, he he looks sexy in a hat, so that that's he does he does he, uh, and his choice of hat is very odd. His head shape is more uh, for like a fedora, but he wears like yeah. those weird like you know straw hats. <laughs> <laughs> he, he I'm waiting for him to pull out like a corn cob pipe or something like that. He does. He really likes. You know what's weird? I think I just saw he posted something. I want to say it was his his father or his grandfather had a photo of of himself wearing almost the same kind of fucking hat. So it was well, like say, history neat. repeats itself. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough of making fun of make fun of the other guys that aren't on hey. the call. You, you Matt can, and Dave and Tim are all doing well, right? Yeah, everyone's doing doing well. Everyone's busy. Tim's hours for his job now is a lot like later, and he works a lot of nights now, so it's hard to get him on. Dave's busy. He got a, a new job kind of thing, so he's working more and further away. Mm-hmm. And, and and Matt, you know, he's 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 always busy. He's he's never. I never seen like like stop doing anything. He's wow. just always doing something. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. Well, let me be the. If other people haven't said it, and I'm sure they'll put it in the comments or anything, just yeah. want to say thank you for you guys uh, continuing to put out content and uh, put out, um, you know, just videos and podcasts and things like that so that people have something to, 
take their minds off of things that are going on in the world. Um, yeah. Keep everyone hopeful. And, um, you know, so I just wanted to let you know that personally, because I know a lot of times I just, we just cut up and that's good, but uh, I know you guys do great work and, you know, um, you're, you know, you're very passionate about what you do and, um, and hearing you guys on the podcast and everything is always fun. It's always laughs. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just grateful for it. So, but now that we've gotten that out of the way, it's time to make fun of each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for those words because we were just talking a little bit earlier before uh, hit record. And yes, it's it's our, our content isn't as strong as it once was, but that's why I'm doing these speaking with Chris's and other episodes. Like I just did a It Figures one with uh, photos of action figures, just to just to keep it going because people can't all get together and all. But you know, when we do, when we all get get together, the shows are fucking great. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, and you know, and then the conventions will start popping back up. We know that Disney Plus has got a lot of uh, irons in the fire when it comes to content, and you know, some of the shows that have just come out, like with The Mandalorian, I think were received pretty decently. Yeah. You know, so um, you know the 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 fire is not out in the fandom. I think I think it's just uh, you know slow embers, but all you need is a good stiff wind uh, and some and some dry wood on there. If wow. you, get you said the word stiff and wood in the same sentence. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to, you know, blend together the humor that people expect from uh, Star Wars and characters. So. This is true. This is true. And we're actually recording this after, I think it was funny, you know, we were like, you know, do you have time for me this weekend? And I was like, well, Saturday I'm going to a convention and I'm seeing Clint Howard. I think I said like, um, and his character. And, and your response? Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and I'm sure we'll get into it in the questions, but you know, the, um, the last couple of star Wars movies just kept kind of fell flat for me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, when we first started up, I remember the last time I think we talked on this kind of format was, um, right after the last Jedi. And I think that that's kind of things started fragmenting. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into that later Absolutely. on. Oh yeah. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you were a fan. You were, you, you were a fan of Mandalorian though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's some things, of course, that I liked. There's some things I didn't like. I thought the marketing genius of uh, Grogu was, I mean, when I go to Disney pretty much once a year, and that's all I see. I don't see any other merchandise <laughs> for, yeah. for that, uh, you know, for that intellectual property. It's just that little Muppet, dude. But, uh, I mean, you want to talk about a cash cow, uh, and they're definitely going to milk that thing until, uh, you know, cheese powder starts coming out of the udders. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I think, but I think overall it was a good way to get people back into the universe kind of outside of the, the, you know, the main storyline, the norm, yeah. which with Star Wars is great because I mean, the universe is so vast that there's so many stories and so many characters that you can create, you know, to fit a newer generation or a more modern take on some of these archetypes and some of these stories. Um, that's great. I think that that's, that's really where they, they should have, of course, you know, who am I? I'm just some fan. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the one thing that I didn't like too much about it was that everyone kind of knew each other and bumped into each other. And it's kind of like, you know, when you got this huge galaxy, mm -hmm. I think it's okay to play off that and not have everyone so connected. I think having that, you know, those tie-ins are important, like with Ahsoka being there. And then I know Luke at the end, I know that you were just – Probably you probably cried half your body weight out of your Absolutely. body. Absolutely. When that you know? when that uh, X wing was pulling in, and I'm like, nah. I was like, 
nah. You know, I was like, no. And then when yeah. I saw the lightsaber and the black hand glove, I yeah. was like, oh yeah. my god. And it was, you know what? It, yeah. was, it was tears. It was tears of joy, like of happiness. Oh, of course. Right. And that's, I think that's what everyone has been wanting, you know, from the last three movies. Like, I'm not saying you can't pass the baton, mm-hmm. but don't cut the arm off when it's reaching out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, to a classic Star Wars archetype, you know, lose a, lose a hand, lose an arm. Absolutely. Don't pull a wampa. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, but Man- Mandalorian, I thought was good. I, I thought it-, it really established um, that people, you know, if Star Wars is done right and when it is done right, it's mm-hmm. unbeatable. Absolutely. It is unbeatable, you know. Yeah. So, but by all means, let's let's go with your format because we're kind of just rambling on. No, and that's I'm running out of wine. No, so. that's is, this is great. This is why I have on have on listening. This is why I have you know Jeff McGee on first because he's a little bit better. But I thought you know <laughs> I'd bring you in. <laughs> Listen, I'll take the Pepsi challenge with that fool. <laughs> so who's 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 Pepsi and Coke? Because I love Coke. Oh, I, well, I haven't had soda now in like five good. years. So yeah, but I remember the last time we all got together at the Balls for All, yeah. the second one, and that was just awesome. So, like I said, I I'm I'm uh, excited for when together the whole the whole Swick family, like the 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 Quackenbush brothers, yeah, you know, yeah. and then there's uh, and, and there, then there's countless others, yeah, but um. The, the balls for all and everyone getting together and hanging out, I think, was really, uh, really the, 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 the pinnacle for, for, uh, for this kind of format. The, you guys have great fans and, you know, even Jeff, you know, and, uh, every, everyone, everyone's real connected and, uh, everyone enjoys the show. So, well, 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 well thank you again. But there's no way Jeff's better than me. There's, there's no. Way. Dude, there's no fucking way just better than I'm me. I'm better looking. I have more hair. Uh, <laughs> That's all that matters. You know what I mean? I love it. He, he well, might have right. a slight edge in, in magnetic personality, but that's only because he's got he's got uh, more metal in his vans. <laughs> this is this is going to be as every question might be might be bashing Jeff McGee. So well, um, you know, we, we should we should do like a a, a sub like a like a second part of this episode yeah and like a 6.5 and then like jeff would retort <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> play, like what we talked <laughs> with jeff's side yeah, yeah. I, I have to say this i have no he'll, he'll, he'll argue everything no that's not true <laughs> all right well yeah, let's, let's get serious let's start this that says sit back you know it's the same questions you're gonna have a blast be honest whatever don't hold back anything okay be yourself okay. That, that's what she said yeah <laughs> I think she said that once to me, and that was it. <laughs> that was, it might have been the same girl. <laughs> On the same night. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. The question number one for you, Chad, is um, where are you from? I am from Passaic, New Jersey, originally. Oh. And uh, now we live in North Carolina outside of Charlotte. And I always ask this because I, I I don't know why. How far are you from the beach? Because I love the beach. Oh. Uh, it's far. Well, when I was when I was little or now? Well, I mean, how about both? Yeah, because yeah, how about in, up in Jersey? Up in Jersey, I don't know. Jersey Shore is maybe like a an hour and a half away, yeah, two hours okay. depending on where you went. Yeah, all right. North Carolina, it's if I if I'm driving to a North Carolina beach for some reason, it takes like six hours. Oh, but wow. if, if I'm going to like the beach at Charleston or, or Myrtle Beach, it's like three and a half. So that's, 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 that's yeah, still North like Carolina is a, a very odd shaped state. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we we were at, we went to Myrtle Beach years ago and everything, and it's just it's it's weird. Yeah, those those states are like not 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 what not how you think they are almost. You know what I mean? 
That didn't make any sense. That's I, I, it, well, it's, it's me talk. It's Chris. So <laughs> what, what do you think makes sense? You know, well, New Jersey in of itself is a very top down state, you know, just by the, the way it's shaped. Yeah. So if you're going across, it doesn't take as long. Uh, but if you're going diagonal or down, you know, it's, it's a little bit more of a haul. Whereas North Carolina is short top to bottom, but long side to side. North Carolina has more girth. You know, yeah, I was I was thinking penis too the whole time. The whole time you're saying it, the measurements, I'm thinking penis size. Right, well, of course you are. <laughs> it's something about you and <laughs> and, 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 uh, and penis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing you don't get to the beach often then, huh? Because that's that's a hike. Yeah, for probably you. about once a year, okay. maybe twice. Um, we just got uh, new dogs during the uh, during the pandemic, so I think everyone either came out with new pets or new new babies. Yeah. So, <laughs> It's either one or either that or, or, or a new car or a new hobby that they weren't planning on. Uh, but yeah, we have two bo- that are um, niece and nephew, their brother and sister, oh. Troy and Bella, and they're, they're niece and nephew from my original boxer, Punchy. So they're about, they're two generations away from him. And uh, so I'm looking forward to bringing him to the beach because when we had Punchy, he loved going to the beach. Oh, wow. He, he loved, absolutely. Um, my daughter does uh, dance competitions and they go out to Myrtle at least two times between January and April. So I'm hoping to latch on to one of those trips and that way I can take and just hang out while, you know, while they're doing the competitions. She doesn't want me around anyway. We were talking earlier yes. about how when your kids grow up, yeah. once they get past, I think like maybe eight or nine, like they don't, they don't even, they live in your house, but that's about it. You are an embarrassment to them anymore. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm grateful because, you know, we were able to share some Star Wars stuff together. Her fir- the first movie she saw in the theater was The Force Awakens. And, uh, you know, we got to share novels um, together. And um, we got to meet uh, Vanessa Marshall, uh, who played Hera. And then, yeah. of course, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., who played Kanan Jarrus when we were at the Orlando um convention so that was that was a lot of fun and you know and that's the one good thing about star wars is is that you know it it ties together generations you know and it, and it gives families something that they can share so that was but that has nothing to do with the beach but we know sand gets everywhere it, it does that's the best part though about, about having children i remember going to the early celebrations bringing make bringing my, my daughter and son-in-law it's just Seeing it, seeing it, yeah, yeah, did I push it on them? Yeah, I guess I did here and there, but seeing them, yeah, seeing them fall in love with it, almost like what you, how we did when we we were kids, and then seeing the stars, like, react to your, to your kids, it just makes you feel up with joy, you know? Absolutely. Well, the dogs are now in here playing with their ball, so uh, (laughs) if you hear hear weird noises, it's not my blow-up dogs, they're... It sounded. It really sounded like someone was blowing their nose for for a second in the background. <laughs> Tim makes that sound. Well, that that's not his nose that that, that he's blowing. So. Oh, this is sphincter muscle. <laughs> <laughs> it's something down there. Yes. Um. So that's question one's out of the way. Question one's out of the way. Question two for you now. Think back, ready? What was your very first Star Wars experience? Uh that I remember? Yeah, yo, yeah, because if you ask me what I remember... I remember is going to see, um, ironically enough, Return of the Jedi with my uh, godmother um, and my best friend Pete, which is... Quiet, Bella. We're recording. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, dog right, know that this is, you know, an episode? Yeah, this is, this is sanctified time here. This is yeah, going my, um, 
my best friend, uh, who's, who's my, my godmother's son, Pete, we all went, uh, my brother, my sisters, um, my cousin Denise, which is Pete's sister. Um, we all went to the theater and saw return of the Jedi in the theater. That's my earliest memory that I can cognitively, um, ironically enough, my cousin Pete is my daughter's godfather. So my godmother, Sharon and my mom were best friends, um, from when they were growing up and now her son and I, um, you know, obviously we've been best friends since the womb. Um, but they are, he is, uh, Natalie's godfather, but, and we all share the love of star Wars together. Um, but yeah, the, so the first thing I can remember cognitively is seeing return of the Jedi. My brother swears to God that our dad took us to see empire strikes back. Right. But, I mean, I was born in 77, so I might've been three or four. Yeah. So you probably what the don't hell do I now? I don't. So I remember, I remember my brother going to see empire school and me being pissed going, well, why can't I go? But that's, <laughs> but yeah, but the, the first, the first Star Wars experience I had a uh, long story long is uh return of the Jedi. Well, since that was the first one you, you, you've seen, is that your favorite one out of the original trilogy then? Do you think? No, but my favorite one out of the original trilogy, obviously, is Empire. Okay. Um, I liked I liked the first half of Return of the Jedi and maybe a pinch of the end. Um, the Ewok stuff always pissed me off. Okay. So. You, even, <laughs> even still, like, at that age, I thought that would be... Right, at that age, no. Ewoks, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Okay. You know, and as you get older and you kind of, you know, you, you explore the, the, the backstories a little bit more and some of the you know, the choices that are made at a studio level and a production level and stuff. Then you think, well, why the hell did they do that? You know, trade out Wookiees for Ewoks. is like, yeah, doesn't make any sense. But, you know, uh, George Lucas sold Star Wars for like, what, five bill? So yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure that's some business what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's why he brought back uh, the the Wookiees and Kashyyyk. Because they didn't want to do that. He wanted to have the, the, the Ewoks and be Wookiees. Yeah, and I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if sold out on the Ewoks, they should have been there throughout. This is you know, I would, have, I would have had the Ewoks in uh, episode three. Where at? <laughs> Everywhere, in Kashyyyk. I would have had them, you know, I'd have had them standing on each other's shoulders. You know what I mean? Jumping out of trees. <laughs> does does the, the Tarzan yell bother the hell out of you? Uh, in, in, uh, in both of them, in both in, or either in episode yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, and, I, and I, and listen, I understand and it's funny and it elicits that response. But then after a while, it's like, it kind of, this is going to sound super stupid, no. but it takes you out of it. Exactly. You know I mean? it, it takes you out of it. It but. makes star Wars. Like I know it's not, uh, yes, I know it's not real, obviously, but when that happens, that that's an earth thing that they shouldn't yeah, even know right, about. Right. Then, but, to go back a little bit to um, episode to to Empire Strikes Back when Han Solo says I'll see you in hell, yeah, like that to me was cool, you know. So I, I guess if you're going to pick one, you can't be too choosy because both of them are earthly constructs, you know. That is but true. I just thought that Han Solo saying, "Well, I'll see you in hell," yeah, right? you know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'll see you there, right? Yeah. So you, you like you like <laughs> you know, saving a doing seat. The Tarzan thing is like, oh no, this is stupid. This is campy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, uh, I would say out of all the Star Wars movies, I would say that 
Epi- that Empire Strikes Back is my top, and then Attack of the Clones is my second. Right behind. Because I love I love Count Dooku, and I really feel about this before. I really feel that Count Dooku is just like an underappreciated character in all of Star Wars. I mean, there's so much that they can do with that guy that that I think they just dropped the ball. And he yeah, and he was hardly in. I mean. Uh he was hardly in it, and they didn't really expand on him. In episode three, he's in the opening, and then boom, he's done. You know what well, I mean? Listen, don't lose your head over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? All I'm saying is, is that you know he's. He, I think that you know even for like a um, Disney Plus show, if they wanted to explore like young, like you know the 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 Jedi and stuff before Phantom Menace, yeah, like that that character would be perfect to just dive into. And the one thing that I liked about him was he was how I pictured Anakin, like the archetype of Anakin and the character of Anakin that we hear about in, you know, in new hope and empire strikes back and return of the Jedi, like Darth Vader and return of the Jedi, his, his thought process. And before we knew obviously the rest of the story, like I felt that Count Dooku's motivations were the same as Vader's, you know what I mean? The only thing that was different was Vader had the kids yeah, true. Yeah. So, so, but I always felt that, like, like Dooku Vader's turn to the dark side was more out of the greater good, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and the Jedi taking his kids, which we saw in you know the Phantom Menace and stuff, that that was something that they did. Like they took children from their families, and uh, you know, so I think that that was a missed opportunity. Um, but going back to when when did Jedi come out again? Was that eighty five? Eighty three, I think. Eighty three? Yeah, yeah. Seventy seven, eighty, then eighty three were the first three. Yeah, when were what, what year are we in now? <laughs> it's, it's been yeah, a blur so the past couple so, years. So think about it from eight and, and through when did Phantom Menace come out? Ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine was Phantom right, Menace. So yeah. sixteen years, right? You think of these characters in a certain way, mm-hmm. you know? And I always thought that Vader was just like, especially in return of the Jedi and the, the way that Luke could pull him back from the dark side was because like, you know, he, he, uh, he wanted to do the greater good for the galaxy, but oops, like Brittany says, I did it again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I butchered another planet. You know, yeah. up some shit, you know? <laughs> this is true. Very true. Yeah. Did you get much? I know, for a lot of people, uh, Attack of the Clones is looked down like as almost as the worst one. Do you fight people? <laughs> no, I only fight you. I think we. I think. I think. I think at one. Maybe not the uh, Orlando convention, but I remember at the Anaheim convention, we we got any. Well, I would say we got in each other's faces because your belly is so big. But uh, <laughs> but I think we we were just like kind of like at odds for about a good 10, 15 minutes over. Episode two. Yeah. Listen, I get I get why people say that. Okay. You know what I mean? Because listen, the episode one and two, right? The political backstory, you know, the world building and all that stuff. Yeah. I get it, man. It is. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather just pour acid on my body and watch myself just dissolve. It's a, right? it's, it's a snooze fest sometimes. Yeah. Right, but when you but when you look at it in correlation to like things that have been going on, even. In, in the last 10 plus years it's really not that different like these these things and these changes and these uh you know the 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 constructs that happen whether it's in a meta uh 
in our own reality, whether it's political or business or corporate or whatever, you know, all these things are kind of tangible. And, uh, but it, but it's boring as shit to hear about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when you're a Star Wars fan, what do you want to see? You want to see number one, Jedi doing Jedi stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Number two, you want to see space battles. You want to see vehicles. You want to see lasers. Yes. And number three, like you want compelling drama. Uh, yeah. And seeing like a bunch of people argue isn't that, you know, or, or, or politic about trade negotiations. Like no one wants to hear that. You know, so I get I get it from that point of view, but I felt that episode two is really underrated because there's a lot of key decisions and choices that happens in that that really has dramatic effects across the entire saga. And if like, say, for instance, you know, Obi-Wan is, you know, he's held in state, you know, in stasis and and he's held captive by Dooku. Now, if Obi-Wan just, you know, opens his mind up a little bit more. You know, he'll know that Dooku's telling him the truth. And that's what I love about Dooku. Like, he point blank tells him the truth. This is what's going on. And if you really dig down and if you get past all the political BS, like, this is a, a in my opinion, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a touch point in the entire saga where things could have went in a completely different way. So if Dooku and Obi-Wan are able to come together you know what I mean? And, and convince Anakin and the rest of the council, what's going on is done for. Right. And then this galaxy spanning war of lives might not happen, you know? Uh, but it's, it's the egotism of the Jedi and their hubris, which I don't, I don't really consider what Luke says in, uh, episode, uh, which one is it? Eight to be any, you know, I, I we I know that a lot of people don't like what they did with Luke, but when he talks about the hubris of the Jedi, you know, in that movie, that's what it calls back to me. Is like, you know, at that point in time, they could have been like, you know what, this guy was once one of us. They could use the Force, hopefully, to discern whether he's telling them the truth or not. True. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. And at, and at the end of the day what does Obi-Wan have to lose? It's not like Dooku saying to him, join the dark side. He just says, come with me. You know, you know what I mean? So there's no moral dilemma for, for Obi-Wan at that point, but he just, you know, he just casts it off as just like, no, you're lying. Okay. How do you know that? You know, I, I wonder what would happen. Like who would have won? Like if if Dooku and and Obi teamed up kind of thing, like someone Someone of the, out of those two guys, I think someone would want to be on top, though, kind of thing. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, you know, Obi Wan was always submissive. Yeah. In in the sense that when someone had more wisdom, you know, he he knew his place, and that's like kind of like Obi Wan. And I think that's why him and Anakin kind of bumped heads a lot was because both of them weren't gonna. Well, he's the ma- Obi Wan's the master, but yet untrained at that point. You know what I mean? He kind of jumped in too early. You yeah, know, and, and obviously is always pushing the borders. But if all three of them are lined up, you know, and, and then you have like a family tree, because even Dooku says like, you know, my paddle on is you or his. So there's a lineage there, you know, there's a there's a bloodline of sorts, you know, within the Jedi Order. And 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 what what they needed was discipline and direction. And because the dark side clouded their vision, they didn't have any discipline or direction. You know, the, you have these Jedi out there acting as generals when they're not supposed to be, you, you, you know, and yeah. that's really the the broad strokes of Sidious's plan, which are which are not really flushed out 
in episode two and, and, and into episode three with Order 66. And I think that if they added maybe a couple scenes here and there or did some exposition maybe through the books or the comics, like there's big broad strokes that Sidious is master you know, fracturing out the Jedi and their philosophy and their ideals. And they're going along with it willingly without even considering, like, why are we even in this situation? Dooku offers them the opportunity to turn away from that. And they're just so like, no, we're Jedi and this is what we believe and this is what we're doing. And there's no way that that can be any different. And it's because of their dogmatic approach that they just miss it entirely. Um, And it's not really until Return of the Jedi when... I, I believe Vader turns back from that because he's just on the opposite side. You know, now he's a Sith and his dealing and his view of absolutes is no, we have to do this for the, for the good of the galaxy, for the order of the galaxy. But then his son kind of brings out of him, <clears throat> you know, a little bit of a different feeling and a, a little bit of a different viewpoint. And then he says, no, this, this pasty wrinkly old man <laughs> is the reason why we're in this shit. So I'm yeah. just going to pick him up and toss him. <laughs> um, but yeah episode two obviously i'm very passionate about um you know i thought they could have done a little bit better with the clone wars and of them battle of geonosis is the first clone you know it's the opening battle of the clone wars yeah yeah and we've heard so much about the clone wars even in the you know the dark times of star wars literature and you know thank god for dark horse comics and you know in the delray books back then because otherwise we would have had nothing but just what was going on in our own heads. But even ever since Obi-Wan talked about the clone wars back in a new hope, like I'm always wondering, okay, like what were the clone wars? And then obviously, well, it's clones, yeah, right? Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's in the title. And, yeah. You know, and the, and the, the, the space battles were cool. The ground war was cool because at that, up till that point, you've never seen like a full, full scale battle of Hoffa side, you know, which is basically just like a, or you know, repelling, um, but you've never seen like a full on like two battle, you know, two army with all of their armaments, like World War Two, World War One style, you know, just going at it. And uh, so I thought that it was great. But I, I get the point, you know, long story long, like you said before, just to, you know, how people don't like it. They don't like that. There's so much exposition. And to be honest, you know, the Anakin Padme stuff was cheesy as shit. But. She's hot, right? This is and, true. She looks good in that you know, cut-off uh, white outfit. Yes. She looks, listen, she looks good in everything, right? This you know? is true, yes. Um, and people get angsty about that because they don't want to admit that when they were that young, and like if you're a guy and you're around a, like a hot chick, you don't know what to say. Right. You, you don't you, know how to act. You're just as stupid you know I mean? as, as Hayden. Right, you're stupid, yeah. right? Because you're thinking with your unit. You're not thinking with your brain. Right. You know? Wrong head. And yeah. on the other side, when you're, a, I guess, I, I don't know because I'm not a girl, but when you're a female and, you know, and you're kind of like, you know, do I like this guy or not? You know? And I mean, women are weird anyway. This, and I'm, I'm sure there's that. any female look. Have like, yeah, you know, we are. And they never tell you what they, what they, you know, they never tell you straight up what's going on. <laughs> right. And I remember that one thing where, like, she kisses him. What did she kiss him, or she went to kiss him, or something? And she said, "No, we can't do this." And he's sitting there, like, "What the hell just happened?" Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all been there. Oh yeah, we've all been there. And yeah, is it awkward to see it on screen? Yeah, because you don't equate Star Wars with romance. But really, how did how were they expecting Luke and Leia to get conceived if there's not 
some kind of love story. Could have been. You got to put it in somewhere, right? Right. Absolutely. Right. Could have been it. And I, I see what you did there. That was a Jeff McGeeism. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, I can see why, you know. And uh, I mean, obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But uh, yeah. I, I really liked the Naboo stuff. I especially liked uh, when they were. I guess the location's like in Italy, like Lake Como or something like that. Yeah, I think and they're looking that, yeah. off on that veranda. I mean, and actually, like I've been, I've been wanting to travel overseas to Milan, Italy, just to go up to that area just to see it because I think it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, you know. So there's it a is. lot of great things that happened. I just think, you know, I mean, people's expectations are always going to be the bane of everyone's existence, right? So, yeah. um, but. I always thought that, you know, in order for Luke and Leia to be conceived, two people have to fall in love, right? It yeah. has to happen. Yeah. You know, and not everyone is Han and Leia, you know, and I, you know, we, we want, we want that Empire Strikes Back Return of the Jedi, you know, Han and Leia Romance. because Han yeah. is confident, right? Yo, yeah. You know, he's confident. He's like, she's like, I love you. And he's like, no shit. Like, you know, I know, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what dudes want to be. But really, we're all Anakin in episode two, but we're clueless, right? You know, everything you said makes sense now. Absolutely. (laughs) Jeff McGee would never have had that take. Never. He never made any sense. He, you know, he would have said he'd be like, it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Two words, right? It's stupid. It's stupid. (laughs) Well, that was only question two. So, all right. (laughs) Yeah. We're already 37 minutes in. Uh, Question three for you, which I. I think I already know this because you kind of just answered it. Maybe, well, no, I guess not because he's not obscure. Who was your favorite obscure character? And I guess Dooku doesn't count. I guess well, no, he doesn't count because okay. he's not obscure. Okay, I'd say out of you know the one guy that your guys a show um, <clears throat> was that dude in the uh, how was his name? He's the guy smoking the peace pipe in the in A New Hope. Um, Elon Sleeves of Bangano, or no, no, the dude that was like the vampire, he like oh, sucked suck brains out of their noses. Oh my God, yeah, I know who you mean now. In the New Hope, when they're in the cantina scene, yeah, and they walk yeah. in, you know, he's so obscure. I'd probably say that dude because, oh, fuck, you know, his, just be, I remember reading in there was like what Tales from Most Isley Cantina, yeah, they did yeah, a thing yeah. about him, you know, and that's what I miss really, those kinds of stories and everything so i'd say most obscure would be him and then number like 1.5 would be the bomar monk you know so the the brains yes. and the you know and the spider uh did the you spider did you like seeing that for the book of boba fett trailer in the opening you know i didn't see the boba fett trailer because i'm kind of like anti boba fett right now Ooh. i don't really think this dude's as cool as everyone's making him out to be i think they're just after it because it's all they got left well you know what's weird is that i think when when dave and i were talking that he saw the trailer and i i kind of agree with him like what made boba fett i think awesome for us is you knew nothing about him he didn't speak hardly and he just walked on screen looked badass and left right now they're really opening up of who he is and his neighbors and his when he when he gets a haircut and when he goes food shopping everything about him makes him less cool than we remembered him back in the day. You know what I mean? Well, he, right, but he's still cool. And I can't he believe is cool. Dave, I can't believe Dave You know, usually he's like a he's like, you know, a two sentence kind of guy, <laughs> which I respect him for. You know, he's very uh you know what I what it takes me twenty minutes to say he can say it in in, in a minute, you know. This is yeah, but, this is uh, true. yeah. 
And, and I just think he doesn't—he just doesn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, yeah, he's—he's—he's—he he's, he's, likes to, you know, just hello, goodbye. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and there's and there's a place for that, right? Uh, but I think you know, Boba Fett lost his magic when he when he was knocked in the Sarlacc pit. You know, here it is, like this yeah. great bounty hunter gets gets taken out by a blind guy and a chance encounter with a staff in his jetpack. So I never, after that happened, I was kind of like, well, what's this dude all about? And it's kind of like Captain Phasma, right? Like, you know, yeah. they build this person up and you're like, oh, wow, you know, and then there's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. And then even Darth Maul before, you know, they retconned the retcon to the retcon with bringing him back to life. But, you know, episode one, he's there. You're like, oh, wow, man, this guy's a bad. And then, like, you know, he gets chopped in half. Yeah. So, um, but in Empire Strikes Back, oh, yeah. Boba Fett comes on the scene. You know, you're like, oh, wow. Because he's talking shit to Darth Vader. Yeah. And he's never, like, no one ever no. does that. He's given him and a then even in the beginning of of uh, Return of the Jedi, which is really what we should be talking about. <laughs> um, before they did the edits, you know, in the special editions, you know, he's just there like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember like, you know, the you know, you see him walk in and he's there when Leia Bouche comes in and you know, they do the thermal detonator thing and everything, and then the camera pans over to him and he just kind of gives that respect nod like yeah. you know, good for you. You know, yeah. you just you know, you, you show job or whatever. And then, you know, and then obviously there's those other scenes when he's on the sail barge and everything and it kind of goes downhill after that. But uh the point where, you know, when he pulls out the thermal detonator and then he draws it, like, I guess it's like the shotgun kind of looking gun. You know? whip, yeah, real quick. Yeah. And, and just pulls it, but like the way that he did it, it was just like, I mean, it's like breathing, you know? Yeah. And, and that was cool. And then, like I said, you get to the point where he gets knocked off the sail barge in that fight. And it's just like, well, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I was okay with him being in the Mandalorian, but I wasn't because then I, you know, obviously I think it takes away from the character that they spent two seasons trying to build up that ended up losing out to a CGI Muppet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now to me, it just feels like they're kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't want to piss people off, but then no, they that's opinion. Time, everyone has that it, opinion. It's, it's, it's impossible not to nowadays. Yeah. But I just think that like, you know, they know people like the character and I think Favreau and Filoni and all those guys are going to do the right thing. I believe in, in what they're able to do. It's really Lucas's Lucas film that has me kind of hesitant, but uh, I think that really right now, that's the only character that you can kind of go to that people will, will watch him and Kenobi, which are really like, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, you're getting back to original trilogy characters yeah. that, people have a connection with which they're they're missing with everyone else it proves to you like why not make like a am finn uh, uh miniseries on disney plus well, and no- i think that would be good but number one the actor wants nothing to do with it yeah you know yeah. I, think even, I and i, I don't want to butcher this quote but he said you're not going to disney plus me so yeah. to me that tells me that the dude's like not feeling it but i i like finn as a character but they could have done so much more you know, they and and I really feel that like the last three, they had so much that they could have done. And it's not the actor's fault. Like, no. I'm going on record as saying those actors acted their asses off. Man. Yeah. Every one of them, you know, but the material that they were given and the the direction and the I would say the social political overtones fucked it up, you yeah. know, but Adam Driver. Oh. Dude, 
and 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 uh you know the guy who did finn and the guy who did poe and daisy ridley and you know they're all, all the they're actors, all great actors absolutely they acted their asses off but mm-hmm. you know you can only do so much yeah. you know I, but I would be down for a Finn series about him, like, you know, starting out as a stormtrooper and making some decisions that he later questioned, almost like a, I don't want to say like a PTSD kind of thing. But I can, you know, being a former member of the military and stuff and, and you know, being around people that have fought in wars. And you know, my dad was in Vietnam. My, my grandfather was in World War II and Korea. I know people that have been in Desert Storm, Shield, Iraq. I was in Desert Fox. uh there's some people that have been in, you know, you know, I, that I know that were part of Afghanistan stuff and, right. you know, Kosovo and things. I mean, when, you know, there's some things that they experience and see on the battlefield that I, I really feel would be relatable in a Finn series done the right way, you know. Um, so I think there's opportunity. They just, you know, like I said, it, it comes down to who's responsible for the project. You get the right person there who gives a shit about mm-hmm. the content and, the backstories. I mean, you see it with Marvel now. Yeah. They have directors that don't know anything about the backstories, and they say, "Well, we don't." Fucking fifty years of comics, right? You yeah. know, Star Wars is maybe not as 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 do your research, you know? Marvel, yeah. but do your research, and it's pretty simple. You got you know shows like Star Wars and character for your obscure characters, and you know you have. Uh, I mean, there's books everywhere. Yeah, you know, there's, all out there. You know, so to me, it's just an excuse. Why not? I, I would love to see a Finn series if they wanted to do it right. How about you know? uh, a, a Disney Plus uh, Finn spinoff of just his ass? Because his ass is so big. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. What do you mean? That's a joke of ours on the show for the past like five, six years now. Yeah, but I don't pay attention to you guys when you're talking. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like half of our listeners. All right. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> you lost me on that one, buddy. That was a swing and a miss. No, yeah, we always talk about it. His what's his what the Finn? Finn his ass is huge. It's I've always never seen ass. it. I ne- they never show it on camera. Well, you got to Google it on camera. Type in Finn's ass. Listen, <laughs> listen if, if 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 the brothers got drunk in the trunk, then listen, John Boyega, he's making millions. So good for him. One one for each. He's making two millions. One for each cheek, I guess. But, but listen, um, yeah, he knows how to use it. Yeah, this is true. This is very true. That's what I'm curious about for you, uh, Chad. Number uh, question four for you. How oh, did wow, you find question four? I, I know, I know. It's, and I think I think I, I grew a beard here for a little bit. I'm, um, I'm sorry, audience. Anyone who's listening to this, I hope you. Ha- I hope you're driving to Disney or like on a long family trip. This, this is why Jeff McGee's better. I'm telling <laughs> you, because this is going to pass the time. Short and sweet answers Jeff McGee gave me. It was he was perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he already he would tap out by now. I think Tim would have been sleeping. Dave would have probably been on like his seventh he you know, fermentation of some kind of IPA. Yeah, and, and or no, that's Matt. And Dave would Dave just would have he just would have left. He would have been he would have left. left. He said he was just left and came back and went uh huh yeah. and then leave again Matt, for two hours. You know, Matt would have been like, listen, I got my sixth infusion of hops. I'll be right back. <laughs> I got to get these mosaics going. <laughs> well, question four: How did you find our podcast? How did you come across us? You know, that's a good question. Thank you. Because I don't, I think, I think this was back, I think right when they started announcing some stuff. I don't know. You guys just came across my uh, feed. Uh, I forget. Because I was podcasting for a couple other people, um, like the Cantina cast. And then yeah. there was, um, who else was it? Do you, do you uh, think? Like- I forget. Anyhow, okay. but yeah, you guys came across and, uh, 
I said, oh, it's just four guys just cutting up on each other. And, you know, I saw that you guys just, you know, you picked, like you said, obscure characters that no one really knew about. And you would talk about it for an hour. And of course, the initial draw was, you know, I'm a Star Wars nerd. So I want to hear about, you know, Gamorrean guard. Right. right. Okay, great. You know, but then when you guys start talking, I'm like, oh, this is the same shit that, you know, me and my buddies growing up would have done. You, you know what I mean? And yeah, it, yeah. to be honest, it's the exact same thing we we, we have done and, and continue to do. Um, and because you guys are so juvenile, it reminded me of, <laughs> you know, playground. Who could beat up who and, yeah. you know, whether it was Transformers or Thundercats or Star Wars, you know. Um, and uh, I we've grown up in a time where liking Star Wars automatically got the shit kicked out of you. Yes, like throughout high school and everything. Yeah. So... To, to know that, you know, there was guys out there that had a similar, you know, I guess, sense of humor that I do, you know, just cutting up on each other and, you know, spending at least, you know, 15 minutes out of an hour long podcast to talk about, you know, a topic. Yeah, uh, I found true. it to be informative, but really, you know, it was really and the friendship that you guys have and the laughs that kept me listening and uh, I would save up like seven or eight episodes because we're, we're about nine hours away from everywhere we need to go as far as visiting family or going on vacation and stuff. Right. So I just save up podcasts and then just when I'm driving in the middle of the night, you know, just listening to them. Uh, and, and, it, and that's really how I got to it. And then, you know, we ended up meeting up at the first balls for all. And, uh, you know, you guys ran out of bowling lanes and then i i i covered the the last bowling lane yes you and did we just, yeah we just always well ever since and you guys were nice enough to have me on a bunch of shows and you know i feel part of the family i there was one time i was in philadelphia and i drove up i drove up to see dave over at the proper yeah yes and, you did uh, yeah and uh you weren't around though but he said like you look pretty close to that place i actually saw you pull in and then i pulled out <laughs> well that's the story of our lives, right? <laughs> I knew you were going. Twist that <laughs> and then, but you know, we've always we've always made it a point to get together at yeah. the at the last two conventions that everyone was able to go to in the United States. And I remember when um, Matt's dog passed away, and when your dog passed away, you know, yeah. um, just reaching out to you guys during that, and you know, and every now and again, I'll you know a little something something, you know, because I think he's he might still be out in Tennessee. But yeah. I'll check in on him every now and again, and, yeah. and Dave. But yeah, I mean, you guys are just so inviting, and like I said, your your sense of humor I think is sorely missed in today's world because it's okay to not take what you think of yourselves seriously, but Absolutely. still be passionate about something, right? Um, and I think that's something that nowadays would get you uh, executed. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah. really, I, I just always love the show. I love the laughs. The jokes are terrible. <laughs> but the friendship is true, and you and I feel, and everyone I think feels this way. You can feel the friendship, you can feel the the brotherhood, the camaraderie, and I think at its core, that's what Star Wars has always emulated: is people, you know, caring about these characters, caring about this universe, and uh, you guys just happen to take Wikipedia and butcher it and and yes, use it do. advantage, and uh, have created something great. So. Well, you kind of already answered the next question is, have you ever met any one of us? And yeah, you, you said everything in that, in that answer. Yeah. And I, I've regretted it ever since, but it, it's always, it's all because if I didn't meet you guys, I never would have met Jeff and Jeff's a good dude. 
And, uh, you know, I know that we've been butchering him. For Don't backpedal now. Come on. But he's a, he's a good dude. He's a solid dude. We drank, we drank beers together. And uh, he's a good guy. And then there's a other dude um, that you guys know. He, he's so handsome. What's he, his name? Wasn't he on Best of Fives? I, I think he was. Is, this, Lou? Is, is it Lou? Sweet Lou? Sweet Lou. He's, he's always handsome. And he gets, he gets more he, handsome that, than listen. Yeah, that's a good looking dude. Yeah. He is. That's he, a good looking dude. It's been a while then, since, since I've, I've talked to him, actually. But he actually took photos of, of my daughter's graduation um, time for, from, mm-hmm. from, from high school. Yeah. And he so, and he's a nice dude too. He is nice and dude. I, and I don't know, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or maybe they're married now or whatever, but, uh, they, um, she made those cookies. Yes. The second balls for all. Yeah, she did. Dude, those were some banging cookies, dude. She wasn't there, but the cookies were. Yeah. So that, and then, you know, and then Christy, she's cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. She, yeah. She's. Some of them say that she's like she's the voice of uh, of Neo's. Well, listen, if if it wasn't for her, you guys would have no platform whatsoever. She's yeah. the one who keeps everyone in line. She's so. she she's she's the glue that holds everything together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, I've met you guys, but I've also met like a like I said, the Quackenbush brothers. Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, yeah, they reminded me a lot of me and my brother, just you know, beating the shit out of each other, making fun of each other. I mean, that's 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 being a brother right there. Well, the one uh, b- before you, your episode, now don't be mad. I had on Matthew Quackenbush. Uh, well, episode- listen, that's acceptable. He's okay. <laughs> He's and- okay. Jeff McGee is no good. That's no good. I'm okay with a Quackenbush beating me out because they're better looking and probably have shorter answers. But not Jeff. Like Jeff, there's no way Jeff could be before me. That's not. That's just not appropriate. Well, Matt was busting his brother's balls too on, on his episode, Luke. So yeah, they, they well, listen as. As well, you should, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what brothers <laughs> do. All. all right. Question six for you, Chad. We got four more after this. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> we might have to hit pause. I have to get more wine. <laughs> um, what is your favorite part of our show? When it's over. <laughs> that's the best answer I'm ever going to hear. Now that that's right. it. Ended there. That's perfect. That's it. No, I, I like the names, and I like when when they make fun of you for the names. But the and, and then I like the topics, right? So, but, but the names are fun, right? Do you like well, the names are fun? But it's more fun when they make fun of you for fucking yeah. up the name. <laughs> Better, you know. Yeah. And and sometimes when you get ready to do the names and you tell them how great they are. And I can just hear them just going, oh, Jesus, right? You know? Yeah. So I don't know if it's like Matt or Dave. They'll always say something like, this is stupid. I think it's both not. of them say, say you know? something. Yeah. yeah, and then Tim is just like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, Tim don't give a shit, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I think he's like drinking moonshine out of an IV bag. He's so mellow, right? <laughs> you know? But uh, it's always it's always Matt or Dave that always be like, you suck. I hate you. Burn alive. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bus. and you're like, no, no, no. And you try to do the hard sell. And, but a lot of times the names aren't as funny as the pitch and the <laughs> landing of them, you know? Well, I so. think for, for a while I used to like, really like, 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 all right, this is going to be, this, I, I got to try now. I'm like, oh, you know what? This is so stupid that I know they're going to say something about it. So I'm going right. to use it. You know what I mean? Right. And you guys are, all right, so <laughs> you're running out of shit, right? I mean, there's always so much you can do. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I equate those names with like a dad joke, right? So 
Like you want to tell a joke and you know it's funny, right? But then when you say it and then your kids look at you like you're the stupidest human being. On the yes. Mm-hmm. And you go, wah, wah, and you get like, wah, knocked down wah, a peg. But yeah. you're like, yeah, man, that, that landed good. That was funny. <laughs> All right. Question seven for you. Do you have a favorite episode of ours? Uh, no. I guess any episode I've been on would be my favorite. <laughs> of course. How about Jeff's? Anything that he's on? Is that your, your time? Oh, he sucks. <laughs> dude sucks. <laughs> that dude's like Tracy Lords. He sucks. Uh, <laughs> well, listeners Tracy out Lords. there have no idea who that is, but you know. <laughs> no. Look well, it up. Google, Google it. You'll be glad. That's like, that's 90s right there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, that, I'd say all of them. There's not an episode that you guys have done that I haven't enjoyed. Um, like I said, uh, it, it helps, it, it helps to know that there's other people out there, right. That care, um, that just want to have fun that don't take themselves too seriously. Right. Uh, I, I think that your, your podcast is better than most just because it's like everyone's having fun and that's what it should be. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted, you know, if I wanted anything to the contrary, I just go on Twitter. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's become true. that bad, but I'm hopeful that things turn around. Yeah, and and we like the fact that, you know, yes, there's a lot of podcasts out there that give you the news and, and, and update and are kind of serious and all. And, and yeah, they're, that's good from time to time, but you got to have people just have a fucking ball who, who don't give a shit kind of thing. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, listen, you got to. And, and at the end of the day, <clears throat> to be honest, when people get past themselves, that's all people are, right? Yeah. When you get four or five people, they're not like, oh, I feel... No, they're like busting each other's balls they're yeah. you know even girls cut each other up you know in a i guess in a fun way who knows well i know i love that i'd love to be a fly on that wall just to hear five girls you know have a conversation you know yeah, most- i don't know i'm not around many women obviously because i don't look like lou no, looking good no. or the quack or the quacking bushes right <laughs> the quacking brothers you know? <laughs> quacking brothers. But, uh, you know and there's i'm sure you have other handsome listeners out there but uh, most of the time, women don't want me around. I think my wife's been trying to get rid of me for 20 years now. <laughs> Any luck or I, no? I told her, I said, well, you should just kill me. You know, then at least she gets some money. But then she says if she murders me, then she doesn't get the, the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that, and then she has so to I pick guess up she's just body. waiting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then, then she has to pick up your body. Know, I'm pretty sure she does. She got to drag it somewhere. She has to do something with it. That's <laughs> right. You got to put the body somewhere. Yeah, you got to cut it up or something. It's just it's it's too much work, you know. Yeah, and when you get back to like you know you had said before about Star Wars news and stuff. I mean, really, is there any news out there right now? I mean, not I know they really. said that they were going to do a lot of shows, but now they're saying they're not doing a lot of shows. I know the whole um, that they're going to do some movies, and now they're not doing any movies. So yeah, the only thing that we know for sure is what Boba Fett, which basically is just the Mandalorian but done right. Um, yeah. yeah. With no Grogu, right? You know, because they can't continue the character. Of the he's done. He shouldn't Grogu. be even in this. This. Yeah, show. he's done, right? Yeah. You know. So his second series. So let's just say this was the breakoff point of his character in the beginning of Boba Fett, right? Yeah. So, so that those two seasons didn't do anything. I'm not, I just asked you a question. Are you? Oh, answer you me? you blanked out. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, your 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 Skype's been choppy. Say it again. No, you've been choppy. 
No, you've been choppy. So the second season of Mandalorian just introduced Boba Fett so that he could have his own show, and then the Mandalorian just doesn't exist anymore, right? Well, no, that's coming back for a third one after... I think it's Boba, Obi, Andor, and then I guess Mandalorian's back, I think. Why are they doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Because Hugh McGregor kicks ass as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Does he? Yeah. I don't know. No? I don't like... I listen, I don't like... I think Ewan McGregor is a, a great actor, and he's a handsome guy, too, and he's he got handsome. an awesome British accent. I don't know how he came up with that, but the character of Obi-Wan, I, I've never liked him. I think he's a liar. And you like I think he's you like Dooku more than Obi-Wan? Listen, Dooku told the truth, right? From a certain point of view. You know, listen, all you got to do is just go back to, I think, the 30-minute part. Yeah. Dooku. Dude, okay. he told them the truth, right? And when Luke asks Obi-Wan about his dad, what does Obi-Wan do? He lies to him. He's just protecting him. And then him, he tries why. to tell him it's from a certain point of view. Get the fuck out of here. He, he cares about him. him. He cares about him. He's just making sure that no one abducts him so he doesn't turn to the dark side and wipe out the entire galaxy like his dad wanted to. We're right. Obi-Wan don't care about Luke. He's protecting his no own ass. Kid. He lied to him. So that's, the, that's my problem with Obi-Wan. He lied. He at the moment of truth when he could have told I fucked up. I'm the reason why your dad's the butcher of the galaxy, okay? He could have owned it and he didn't, you know? So I give Obi-Wan a big fuck you. I, I don't even want to look at that show. So you're not gonna watch that show at all, just out of curiosity? No, I'll watch it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> After all that bitchy moon, fuck you, everyone. Listen, but that's the state of Star Wars right now, right? Well, uh, I'll, I'm so desperate for yeah, a character content. that has any kind of fleshed out backstory or any kind of investment from me. You know what I mean? That I'll watch someone I despise. You know, yeah. I th- this is just me, but I always thought that that one that Vader says to Obi Wan, like you should not have come back. Remember, he says that to him. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In A New Hope. What I thought in my head after they introduced Ahsoka, which I'm going on record as saying I was not a fan of Anakin having this pop-up apprentice, but I'll let it slide because I know the character Ashley Eckstein, and she is super awesome. She is so, nice. Yeah. But in the beginning, when they said all of a sudden Anakin has a, an apprentice, and you're like, well, why wasn't it mentioned? You know, you would like to have some kind of tie-in, you know, but anyhow... Going back to that line that Vader said to Obi-Wan, like, you should not have come back, especially after Rebels thought that Ahsoka and Obi-Wan would, like, join up, you know what I mean, and wait and make one last run at Vader to either try to get him to turn yeah. or to or to take him out, right? And then that kind of, like, goes into a Return of the Jedi. Luke, he's more machine than man now, twisted and evil. And I always thought to myself, well, he never encountered Anakin as Vader, so how does he know that, right? You know, back in the day, before you have all this stuff, this content now, you didn't know. Like, you know, that it's kind of a throwaway line. But I always felt that Disney Plus should have been them kind of coming together and throw it on Vader. But now, now even that I don't trust with Lucasfilm because they'll fuck it up. Well, that's why you gotta watch the new series Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus to see what happens. No, I'm not. I'm not showing that. <laughs> Listen, I love you and McGregor Ewan. I know you're not listening, but if you are, spotter. Damn. 
loved you. <laughs> and I think Sir Alec Guinness would be very proud of you taking over the reins as his character. But I hate Obi-Wan Kenobi. I fucking hate that guy. I hate him. Damn. I hate him. Right. Listen, he left. He the, the thing that he should have he should have just put a fork in Anakin. How do you just let that dude lay on the side of the bank? Knowing he's going to burn alive. Hey, I mean, how do you do that? He had to do that. He had to turn his back and walk away. No, after, and you know that they're going to burn alive. You put a bullet in them. That's it. No, but no, then that, every no, choice burn alive made is, is, in is episode torture. one, two, and three, I despise. He could have joined up with Dooku. He could have done all these things. He could have stood up for Anakin with the council. He didn't. Fuck Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's exact. That's what you should put as a subtitle for this episode. Episode six, Swicken with Chris. Fuck <laughs> Obi-Wan. Fuck Obi-Wan Kenobi. And his lightsaber style was so lame, dude. Form three. Fuck him. Yeah, but at least he didn't have a, you know, a dumbass name like Dooku. Come on. Now, now. listen. I <laughs> Tell you what, guess who got his ass whipped by Dooku? Obi Wan. Oh Game set match. Yeah, but guess, guess he still has a head. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you never ask me to come on this show again. Um, Dooku went out like a champ, dude. He took it. He didn't beg or nothing, he didn't surrender. Because he couldn't. He was on his knees. He couldn't, he couldn't do anything. <laughs> you know what's even funnier? Like, <laughs> and then when Dooku looks up, I'm like, holy shit, he's going to do it. Yeah. Next thing you know, his head's rolled on the floor like a like a watermelon. You know, you it, it falls off the produce stand at the, the grocery store. <laughs> it rolls down out three. Yeah. <laughs> All you hear is like a... And it just <laughs> rolls down. That's his head. It's just like, oh my god. And then, and then Anakin's like, "What have I done? <laughs> so, what have I done?" Or does he say that then? No, that's after Mace. He's probably wow, thinking man. that though. Christ. Yeah, he's like, I know I would have been. I'm like, wow, I really just fucking. <laughs> I, not only did I take the dude's dick beaters off his arms, but now I just... Never heard dick beaters before. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Matt's gonna have a hell of a time editing this. Woo! Well, question eight for you, Chad. Here we go. What do you want more of on the show? On your show? Yeah. I'm swick. I'd like to see what ten questions with Dave would be like. Damn what? Me asking him these ten questions? No, no, Dave asking the questions. Oh shit! And I, I want to hear what Dave's questions will be. You know? Yeah, that's what. And and I would like to, I would like for Matt to come out with a show about beers that could have been made in the Star Wars universe or cocktails. That's a good one. And then Tim could do one about music. He could. He knows everything about it. You could do one about transportation, delivery, and paper products. <laughs> and how many people fall out, fall out of their ships, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I believe there's a precedent for that in Star Wars. I, I, I think you're right. All right. We got two more to go, Chad. Are you excited? Not anymore, because... To be honest, the questions in the beginning were better than these ones. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this this is where I got you know bored and tired. So I'm really trying to dig. Like, oh, he was talking a lot in the beginning, but now not so much. Now, yeah, now now it's like now, now you're being Jeff McGee. Short answers, you know. Right, short answers. Right. 
Question nine. Yeah, all right. You, if if we had a poster, Star Wars in character, Swick, whatever, and we were hanging it up, and there's a tagline underneath it. What would you have the tagline say if you created this poster? Anything you want. What would the tagline say? For yeah, a slogan, tagline, whatever you want to put under there. It says Swick, colon, whatever you want to say. Because how many times have people not wanted to make a choice to yeah. do something, and, yeah. and then someone said, listen, you know you want to, right? But yeah. this has a double meaning, so it's like a double entendre, right? Where it's like, listen, like listen to the podcast. Nice. Also... It's also like you're giving someone permission to, for debauchery. That is so so yours is like almost two slogans in one. No, it's one slogan. Listen, you know you want to. You, no. You're missing the point. It has multiple meanings because there's layers, baby. Man, see, that's too deep for our show. No, it's not. You have some very sophisticated listeners. There's like two of them, but they're there. <laughs> is is Jeff one of them or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> that dude makes cave paintings with his own feces. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Just promise me you won't have him on after I'm done with this show and it actually, you know what? I don't want to hear what he has to say about me. He's actually on hold right now. Hey Jeff, you there? Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean yeah, sophisticated listeners, but that would be the tagline. Listen, you know you want to. That's, that's, yeah, that's it's good. Like just the tip. It's that's, got more than one meaning. Yeah, that's very mature. Thank you for that. In fact, some people say that it's a. What did they say? <laughs> you blacked out again. What'd you say? I said some people say it's a quarter of a piece of lettuce, but really it's just the tip of the iceberg. Let me write that down. Hold on. Quarter of a head of lettuce, <laughs> but it's just the tip of the iceberg. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, see? But that's multiple meanings, right? I so think that should be the tagline. No. That should be, yeah. Some say. Well, Sorry. this is the question that I really care about more than any question I already asked. Is this the last one? Yes, it is. Okay. And knowing you, you're going to have a long answer. Um, fuck, Mary, kill, high five. Okay? Wait, hold on a second. I got to write this down. <laughs> F- fuck. Fuck, Mary, Mary, kill. kill. And high five. Uh-huh. There's there there's oh, four. All right, I got you. You got to give me a minute. I got to. I got to write this down. Take your time. Out of the four of us, me, Dave, Matt. Oh, out of, no, I'm not doing it out of you guys. No, that's that's the final final question. Oh, I'm going to do Star Wars characters, and then I'll do you guys. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Fuck Chris. All right. So fuck Chris. That's me. Because you're 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 the dude that I'd probably have the most fun with, and you wouldn't take it personally. Wow, I don't even know what no. Well, wait, I messed that up. I'm listening. Thinking fuck like sexual intercourse, but I'm saying like fuck you. So what are we doing? Is this sexual no, intercourse? actual intercourse? You're actually penetrating. Oh, actual intercourse? No, yes. then it's not you. <laughs> I want to say it too. Okay, I'm gonna, it's I'm killing you. You're killing me. Damn, I'm killing you because you're the one I feel the most close to. So then why so why are you gonna kill me if, if we're so close? Because it's a crime of passion, baby. Damn. So all right, so hold on a second, because okay. we gotta go in order. So fuck in the Star Wars universe, I'm saying uh
Who'd you say? Padme. Oh, oh well, that's I'm obvious. fucking Padme. Obviously, that's yes, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Um, and then if it's someone on the Swick crew, probably Matt because he's probably good for dinner and and a movie. Damn. You know, and we could talk about Mary. I would say the character of Ray because I think Daisy really is super cute. Uh, that's a that's and a, she has a nice way about her. The movie fucked her up completely, but I always thought that Ray, the character, like remember when she's sitting outside that that downed ATAT? Yeah, was eating her pop yeah. up food. She was adorable. She got out of the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, and she just looked happy, right? She seems like a chick who's down to earth. Her heart's in the right place. She's someone that you'd want to marry, and she's super cute. Absolutely, yes, she is super cute. Very athletic. She's got a nice British accent. She can cook. She keeps a good house. She seems like she would want to talk to you. You know, she's good like, marriage material. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And other, you know, you know, like I said, I'm going on the record as saying that those actors and actresses, they did everything they could. And I know a lot of people give Daisy Ridley a lot of shit. I am one of them because I thought she was awesome. And in fact, if you line up like pictures in their youth of Natalie Portman and Carrie Fisher, she yeah. looks like she could be like in that bloodline, like the daughter of Luke or, or the granddaughter of Padme yeah. or, you know, Leia being her aunt or whatever, you know, could have been awesome. Right. Um, so I'm definitely marrying Ray. Okay. And if I'm marrying anybody from Swick, it's probably Tim because he's such a recluse. Oh. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, because I can't marry Dave because we'd kill each other. You know, I'd be like, why aren't you talking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i'm marrying i'm marrying tim okay. because i can just tell him to go get an apartment somewhere and he'd be happy with that he would he would he would sit back and just relax yeah you know he'd put on the eartha kit records and and he'd go to dollywood and you know <laughs> and he's okay with that he's okay with eating pork rinds yes he you is know, yeah you know so we'd be married but it'd be an open marriage see that's how you work around this <laughs> All right, kill Chris. Right? Yeah, still, uh, let's let's just say this. Ready? Yeah. Out of season one, no one killed me. Season two, so far, you're the first. Listen, but listen. Yeah. Admit, we love each other. Right. I remember after I heard that Jeff McGee thing, I said I texted you on Facebook Messenger. I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And you're right. like, oh. I just getting ready to message you. I was. Two. I was in the middle oh, of writing you. It was, it was weird. Oh, oh, shit, dude. So automatically, I want to kill you just because you had Jeff McGee on before me. Okay. All right. Like I said, you could have had Lou, the Quacken brothers, all those guys or, or girls, whoever. Fine. Right. I know where I stand with the Swick community. <laughs> okay. Reached out. I, I hate you. You're like Obi-Wan. I'm, listen, I'm killing Obi-Wan. I'm killing you and Obi-Wan. I'm so passionate about my hate for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And my and I have such vitriol for your casting me aside. I mean, this is a great interview. It's it's you fantastic. Know, been, it's a great interview. One of season one. It should have been. But now you you're killing me, so this so therefore this interview never happened. It never happened. <laughs> Well, that's true, right? So, but you're dead, motherfucker. So, tell your kids and your wife you love them. I love coming. you guys. And high five. We're gonna strangle each other. Probably have high five and have like probably a good six pack, and then and then catch up next weekend. 
So Dave's the kind of guy, and I've hung out with Dave, uh, you know, like I said, at the proper, and and he's a, such a great dude, but, you know, uh, he, he's not much of a conversational. No. It, 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 it might, yeah. He, I can't high-five Count Dooku because he ain't got no fucking hands. He has, he has no <laughs> hands, and he can't see you coming because he has no head, too. Right. So I guess I'm high-fiving Han Solo, right? Oh, that's, you that's know, because, one. like I said before, Han Solo is that dude that every one of us wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Well, high-five Han Solo and say, you know what? It's you, brother. Yeah. It's just like it, what, it was it in... Return of the Jedi when he said, "Hey, it's me." Yeah, hey, it's me. Yeah. It is. It's fucking Han Solo. Yeah, that, yeah, that that'd be a cool one to high five. I I'm not arguing that one at all. Oh, and let's get back to fuck because I just thought of that one chicken Rogue One. What was her name? Uh, Jin Erso. Yeah, the I fuck um, her too. <laughs> just being honest, <laughs> but I'm marrying I'm marrying Ray. Padme, I think Padme had too much going on. She was too much, you know. Too much baggage? Yeah. 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 But Ray? Nah, dude. She's she's good to go. So watch out, Ray. Watch watch your back, literally. Well, no one really likes those movies, so I don't care. I don't think they care if she ends up with it. <laughs> well, Chad, I hate to say this, though. This is the end. This is the last question. That, that's it. Are you happy? That's it. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm more than happy with it. It sounds like you're the one who's at an impasse because you're dead. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's not bad. I mean, one person killing me, is, you know, isn't bad so far. I guess. I, guess I think I'm going to start. I think I'm going to start a new. People are going to realize they hate you. <laughs> I think, and they want you to die. <laughs> or hear me out. Or since I'm interviewing all these all these people, they're too afraid to say I'll kill you. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's the case because. Obviously, you're interviewing me, and I don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is true. Um, Obi Wan or dying in the same. <laughs> I, if I had a lightsaber, I'm choking you, and I'm stabbing him. Damn. For sure. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you just heard, heard my phone just 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 uh, vibrated. It's a text from Jeff McGee. I'm not going <sighs> to say anything else. Oh, what does he say? Well, it's actually to to me and Tim. He uh, sends group. This says, "Oh, it's, it's a picture." Hmm. It's uh, I saw this on Facebook. It's a photo. It says 85 years ago this month, a bumbling American archaeologist accidentally led the Third Reich to the fabled Ark of the Covenant, nearly dooming all humanity in the process. Fortunately, what a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, an even more uh, inept French archaeologist neglected to do a thorough reading of the instruction manual, botching the unboxing video and killing all but two witnesses. That, Jeff McGee, you are an idiot. <laughs> What a nerd! <laughs> and the photo is like is like a is like a classic um, like in a book uh, of people carrying the ark. It's like one of those old drawings, old s- sketches. I'll tell you what, I liked Indiana Jones, but Temple of Doom was the best. Dooku, uh, uh, Attack of the Clones is your favorite, and now you're saying Temple of Doom is your favorite? Yeah, yeah, because Temple of Doom, I think, was was uh, wow. was Indiana. A prequel, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. It happened before Raiders. Yes, true. Yeah, in, so in the timeline. The, listen, I, how how come I know more about it than you do? No, no, right? you're, you're absolutely right. Oh, it, 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 that was that was Indiana Jones, like when he was look like I give a fuck, right? <laughs> okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Kid, he's got short round. He's trying, you know, he, he's trying to figure some stuff out. You know, good dude. 
By the time I, I got the last crusade, it went off the rails. So, wow, Raiders. He was too soft by. He was too soft by last. Man, you your 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 love for certain franchises just is astounding. Well, of course, that's why you have me on the show. <laughs> and it's a shame it's come to an end. <laughs> oh, how ironic! And how can? But. Chad, do you have? I know it's up to you. Do you have anything out there? Did you want to plug anything? Do you have any? No, because I'm. I don't have shit going on. <laughs> I will say this though. Yeah. I will ahead. say this because I have an opportunity to. I don't want to sound too preachy, but I just want everyone to know um, how much I love them. Anyone who's listening to this, that I love them, and that Jesus and God loves you. And most of you already know this, or whoever your higher power might be. But for me, it's Jesus and God. Uh, they love you, and uh, let's all try to remember they're to come together to love each other. Obi-Wan Kenobi aside, let's be together. Let's support each other. Let's lift each other up. Let's be there for each other. Let's find a way to come together um, out on the other side of this um, as uh, a, a tighter community. Let's not let some of the, the, the stuff that, you know, the insignificant stuff that let's find a way to gravitate around things that we actually like and care about, which is this universe and the stories and the archetypes that that tug at us. And let's come back together and, and let's and let's um, love each other and support each other and encourage each other. Um, and that's that's for you too, Jeff McGee. You know I love you. But I just wanted to say that I I, I just really feel strongly um, letting people know that that uh, that we need to we need to be better to each other, better to each other and. and and I hope that makes the edit. Well, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, Good. Chad, thanks for ha- for being on, and uh, we'll see you next time in uh, Swicking with Chris. Thanks, you thanks for being on, Chad. Because you're done. <laughs> and off right now. And we're done. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.